Money FM 89.3. Best of Drive Time. In the Spotlight on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is drive time. I'm Elliot Danker. It's time now for In the Spotlight. We're putting travel in the spotlight today. After years of a pandemic-induced travel lull, we're all kind of determined to travel. Despite the global inflation impact that we're seeing, you know, spending habits being called to question, we're fighting a good fight. In fact, recent insights have revealed that consumers would rather travel cheaper then stay at home. Make sense? Yeah. With online travel experiencing a 13% jump from pre-pandemic figures, Asia is also leading the global shift in preference towards booking trips online. So how's a platform like Agoda, an online travel agency, right? Especially catering to consumers in the Asia-Pacific region. Uh, they've got headquarters in Singapore, operations in Bangkok as well. How is Agoda trying to leverage the latest technology to optimize the travel experience to meet these emerging consumer pre- Preferences. Let's try and find out more. On the line with me is Enric Castles, who is Associate Vice President, Supply, Southeast Asia and Oceania, Agoda and Director Agoda. Enric, good afternoon. How are you? Hello, good afternoon. Hi, Elliot. How are you? Very good, sir. Thank you so much for taking the time. We are talking about travel. Borders have reopened for some time now. Revenge travel well in play. In fact, some would argue that people are still revenge traveling. What's your observation on this front? I mean, how has the travel scene changed since it picked up this year, 2023? Yeah, so you talk about whether the people is still revenge traveling and for what we see, there's several key trends in the market, but it's definitely revenge traveled. And the thing is, after being locked down for two and a half years, now that we have the opportunity and everyone has the opportunity to travel, we see a continuous boom. Started last year and is continuing this year. And I, I can see it, all my markets, all my origins and destinations are way above where they were in 2019. I remind you that 2019 was a very good year. Mm. And for me, this talks about that who we are as citizens of the 21st century and in which like, travel has become an essential part of, of who we are. Yeah, I got to agree with you. 2019 was an amazing year. I did like three big trips in 2019. Uh, glad I did it before those three years of staying in my own country. Let's talk about who's recovering well right now. How is Southeast Asian region faring versus the rest of the world in terms of this travel recovery? So as I mentioned, in Southeast Asia, all the markets are recovering quite well. Okay. So every single market is above the levels of 2019. Let me paint a little bit more of a detailed picture of, of different countries. So the first country that recover, and we, here we're talking about, about consumer preference, because we, we could see how consumers move and, and what are the locations that they look at in real time. So we could see that the first country recovering was Malaysia. Mm-hmm. in Southeast Asia. And then when we talk about what are the largest markets right now, so we talk about uh, different markets. We have the, the domestic market, which is people traveling within their own country. We have the destination market, so it's like international market traveling to one country and the opposite, outbound market, which is the people traveling outside of their own country. And, and we, what we see is that as a domestic market, the market that has recovered the most is Indonesia. Okay. Uh, we see a massive boom on domestic market in Indonesia, uh, and and we actually see a lot of potential in Indonesia, not only uh, with the current numbers, but for the future. Um, when we think about destinations, so where the international travelers are traveling the most, 
where has recovered faster than any other markets, that's Vietnam. You see oh. the people traveling to Ho Chi Minh, to Da Nang, to Hanoi, and the levels are significantly higher than in 2019. And the last one, when we think about as an origin market, what's a market in which people is traveling more than 2019 compared to 2019, not in absolute numbers, but in relative terms, that would be Philippines. So we have a little bit for everybody. Okay, a little bit for everybody. So Indonesia, Vietnam, Philippines, different sort of measure in terms of how they're recovering. Mm. But then, Rick, um, why uh, have they managed to lead their various categories in terms of that recovery? What did they do right that helps them recover so well? So let me talk about one trend that we see in the market uh, that, that will explain part of it. And it's a trend that I'm actually pretty proud because I think Agoda has played a role in this trend as, as we, we aim to democratize travel, which is the emergence of the Southeast Asia traveler. Okay. Yeah, so tra- traditionally, Southeast Asia has been a powerhouse as a, as a, as a destination. Yeah, so we have vibrant cities like Singapore, Bangkok, or historical places like Angkor Wat, Borobudur, beach resorts, Phuket, Rakai. But more and more what's happening is that is the Southeast Asian traveler the one that is increasing the share of traveling across the world? Mm. So we saw them first traveling domestically more and more. So if you remember Bali at the beginning, it was a place in which it was yes. mostly for uh, foreigners to travel and yes. stay, but more and more is becoming also a domestic or a destination, but okay. uh, we see that this trend is going not only for their the own domestic markets, but actually there is a lot of intra-Southeast Asia travel and also not only that, but it's traveling beyond that, going to places like North Asia, Europe or US. Mm. Very interesting. And also there's this issue of some of these markets offer this thing called digital nomad, right? Which mm. encourages people to want to go there and stay there for even longer. Yeah, famously, Bali has uh, tried to bring uh, what is called a digital nomads to, to Bali. And it's a, it's a good Bali proposition. Uh, who would like to, to work from, from, from the beaches of Bali. Why not? Why not? Uh, okay, let's talk a little bit about some of the challenges that the travel industry could potentially face. I thought at the start of the year, it would be this whole issue of inflation. Yet people are trying to find their way. They will find the best deal so that they can travel. So then what's the challenge for the industry? Yeah, you're, you're right. So actually, uh, let me not talk about time, but talk about consumer trends because okay. it is true that there's two things happening. One is what you, you say, is inflation. And inflation is impacting everybody. Yeah. It's, impact, it's impacting the cost lines of the airlines. It's impacting the cost of the adults by impacting the real estate or the, or the salary levels. But at the same time, there is a bit of imbalance between supply and demand. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we saw that we talk about revenge travel, but in the other side, in the supply side, what's happened is airlines or the airline capacity has not been able to recover as fast as the demand. I mean, if you think about yeah. it's not easy to build a plane, right. and it's not fast. <laughs> uh, on the hotel the, the side, there's two problems. That One is that many hotels went out of business during COVID, and then some of the, of the real estate was repurposed for other users. And the second thing is that hotels find it very difficult to uh, hire trained employees, people okay. that, that has uh, expertise on, on the travel industry because during COVID times, most of these people leave the indu- left the industry and, and move to all the other industries. So that's putting a, a, a lot of pressure on the supply side. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. If you think for one side we have inflation, 
from the other side, we have imbalance between supply and demand. That means that prices are going up. And you will think, well, prices go up, demand goes down. That's not what happens. Demand is very, very resilient. What is happening, what we see is that consumers are more and more price conscious in the sense that they spend more and more time looking for the best deal. We see them spending more time checking more, being more smarter about finding the deals. And this is, uh, I think this is a good thing because if there is something that Agoda is famous for is by being able to provide those, those, those great deals. Great that you bring that up because it leads me to be curious about how then does Agoda ensure that they get the best deal? What's the business tactic here to ensure that, uh, how should I say, Agoda is like top of mind. I want a good deal. I go to Agoda. <laughs> yeah, so I think so. there is no secret. I mean, if you are able to provide good deals, you will have a reputation for providing uh, those good deals. Mm. But how do we do about providing those good deals? And, and when you talk about good deals, there is a lot of things you have to consider. It's not just price. There's a lot of factors. There's a hotel, what type of hotel, locations, yeah. benefits, what's the flexibility, payment methods, what services are you offering, room type, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. So there's a lot of factors here but I think that's when we talk about tech AI and machine learning because Mm. what we do is to put two worlds together on one side we have millions and millions of customers that come to our platform every day on the other side we have more than 3 million partners Right. Yeah, so that's a high complexity. Um, so how we deal with this complexity is why we have more than one thousand engineers that are constantly iterating, constantly optimizing, constantly experimenting, and we have this processing by which we look at the consumer, we look at what are the consumer trends, we create an hypothesis, we design an experiment to test that hypothesis, we observe what the results of the experiment. We interpret them and then we act on that. Yeah, right. that every day, constantly, and that's how we can help the partners to find the right customer at the right price at the right time. So then, you know, based on all of this analysis that you guys have done, I suppose as a final question, what do you see in terms of travel trends for the rest of this year and for 2024? So it's very difficult. I don't have a crystal ball to tell you what's going to happen. I would love to say, well, those trends are, are going to continue. But let me tell you, talk about a different trend that we okay. see in the market. That sure. This is a trend that is, is, a, is a longer term. I don't think it's something that is just happening right now. Okay. That is about sustainability. Mm. Yeah, and yes. I, I think yes. this, this is something that is very important. I think that the Singapore government and the Singapore Tourism Board is, is very invested on, on making sure that we have a sustainable tourism. And um, what what we see as we talk and observe our customers every day yeah. is that sustainability is definitely not a fad. It's here to stay. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. We see that a growing number of customers are telling us that they will not choose to stay in one hotel if they know that the hotel doesn't have good sustainability credentials. Okay. Yeah. Um, so what what are we doing for that? Because mm. like as an online travel agency, we have the opportunity, or, or, or I would say we have the the, the obligation or, or the the right and obligation to be able to help consumers to make the right decisions, to have the visibility to make those decisions. So we launched a couple of initiatives. The first one is a sustainability badge. Okay. Uh, so this is part of, of the group of booking holdings as a group that Agoda belongs to, and and this badge helps uh, consumers to identify what the 
environmentally friendly or environmentally responsible properties or accommodations. Yeah, so that's one of the initiatives that would help consumers make the, the right decision. Mm. The other one is pretty close to my heart is something called the Eco Deals. Okay. Yeah. So this is the second year that we have this program. We it's a program that we launched last year in partnership with WWF. Okay. Yeah. So with as part of this program, what happens is that environmentally conscious travelers can go to a Goda Eco Deals, mm. and here we they will find a selection of hotels, and then when they book their vacations or they stay in one of those hotels. What we do as, as Agoda is we take one dollar of that booking and then we donate that dollar to a, a series of and to a selected local initiative okay. given by WWF. Yeah. So, for example, if for all the hotels in Malaysia, we take that and we donate to a project for the preservation sure, of the sure. tigers. Yeah. Right. So if things go well uh, with this initiative this year will be, and things are going well so far, this year we will be able to donate about a quarter of a million. Wow, that is really fantastic stuff. Uh, and I'm glad to hear about everything that Agoda is doing. I've been speaking with Enric Cancels, who is Associate Vice President, Supply Southeast Asia and Oceania, Agoda and Director Agoda. Enric, appreciate your time. Take care and have a great Tuesday evening. Thank you very much. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.